You are listening to episode 35 of the Path to Motherhood podcast. Welcome to the Path to Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, infertility life coach, Sarah Brandell. Join us each week as we walk through navigating your trying to conceive journey. My mission is to share the skills of managing your mind, processing emotions, and living a full life to create a more authentic path to motherhood. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode. I am super excited to share today's topic. But before we get started, I thought I would just share a little bit about what's going on. I am recording this right before I go, but when you guys listen to this, I will be just coming back a week or two back from a vacation. And I thought I'd share that just because one, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to California. I've actually never been to California. We're going to see friends. We're going to see family. We're going to go to a big concert. My husband and I are super excited. So probably after this episode, I will be packing for that trip, which I'm super excited about. And then a couple weeks after this episode, I'm going with my sister and we're going to Florida for a week. And really, that's going to be one of those like we have nothing planned. We're going to chill and be lazy type of trips, but you need those. And I just wanted to share that because those two trips are causing me to not be able to transfer our next embryo in those two months. And I share that just because I hear so often that like life is on pause. I can't do things. I can't book the trip. I can't go do the thing because I'm in this journey. And I really, really do believe that like it's okay to live a little bit of life in the middle. Now, I get it. Have I gone on all the trips that I would have gone on if I wasn't navigating infertility? Probably not, right? Like it's hard for me to think about planning a trip super far in advance just because I don't know what life is going to look like super far in advance. I get that. I really do. So I'm not saying it's like perfect, but I just wanted to share that to kind of encourage you that if you've been wanting to go on a trip, if you've been wanting to book something, if you've been wanting to do something in life that's not like ruled by infertility, it's okay. Go do it. Go on the trip. Have the fun. See family. Spend time with people. It's worth it. I promise. It's healing for the soul, and I just I just want to encourage you all. So I thought I would share that since I'm in the midst of these two trips of just, yeah, encouraging you all to get out there, do something fun, even if that is just getting out for the day. Don't feel like life has to be 100% ruled by infertility appointments because it doesn't. You get to make that decision. So on that topic, today I want to kind of share a little bit of a different twist on thinking about how we can approach our infertility journey. And I have a couple examples that are going to be not fertility related that I hope will help kind of get the point across of what I'm trying to explain. So when we go about working towards a goal, working towards something that we really want to create, the first thing you hear people talk about is like setting up action plans is writing these fancy smart goals and making sure it has these time measurable and these making sure that it's measurable, et cetera. And I'm not a big fan of those. So if you, if you are, it's not that I don't use some of those concepts, but just work with me here as I'm talking about this. What I find, especially in infertility, we don't think about it as a goal, 
But at the end of the day, we have one goal in mind. We want to get pregnant and deliver a healthy baby. That is our goal, right? And so we go about that. And I see a lot of us pulling from our goal setting habits in other places. So we immediately go to like this, like I said, this action plan where we set up, oh, I need to do this and I need to do this and I need to check this to-do list and I need to do this and I need to do this. And it's like this list of things and actions that we need to do. Maybe that's research. Maybe that's go meet with this provider and meet with this provider. Maybe that's change your diet. Maybe that's call and get on the wait list to get into an infertility clinic. Maybe that's go work with this nutritionist to try to improve your hormones and, you know, get your cycle regular. Whatever, whatever it is, whatever you've chose to put on your list, that is where I typically see women kind of end up is in this to-do list creation phase. And for a lot of us, especially us type A kind of analytical women, which I tend to attract because that tends to be what I identify as, a lot of us really struggle with this because what happens is we dive in and we're like, holy cannoli, there is so much to do. There's so much to think about. There's so many options. There's so much to kind of work through. But at the same time, holy crap, there's so much that can go wrong. And look at all these stories of things that went wrong and how long these women have been on this journey and I'm just getting into it or I'm just switching to the next layer of this journey and oh my goodness, I'm overwhelmed, right? That is something I hear so often along this kind of phase and this can be really overwhelming, right? Like to be thinking about all your to-dos, to have all of these, even in the midst of it now, like I find myself thinking about, okay, like we just had another unsuccessful transfer. Our next steps are this, but I'm thinking about this. I always dis- almost describe it as like having a flow chart in your brain. Like you don't have it necessarily maybe written out, but in your brain you have, if this happens, then this, if this doesn't happen, then this, if this happens, then this, right? And a lot of us have these type of thoughts going on and they're totally normal. There's nothing wrong with having them. But what I do see is that women often, couples often get hung up in that part and overwhelm themselves and overwhelm very, very, very commonly turns into burnout and turns into like, I give up. I don't know what to do. I need to take a break. Like, I don't even want to think about it. Like avoidance of getting anything done. And there's nothing wrong with that per se, but a lot of the times I have women coming to me and saying like, I really want to be doing things. I really want to be working towards this, but like, it's just so overwhelming. I'd rather just do nothing. And so that is really what I see. And I liken this, like I said, I have some metaphors for you. I liken this kind of approach that we all have learned, that we all try to do, that I have tried to do myself and still try to do at times to that like couch to 5k app, right? Like you set the goal that I want to run a 5k, you download the app and it does all the work for you. It tells you the steps, it lays them out. And if I just show up and do the steps, then it's just going to happen, right? And so that tends to be like kind of that to-do list mentality and infertility just doesn't operate that way. We all know that, right? Like We all could do the same 10 to-do steps and all 10 of us could have totally different results. One person, like step two, they could have already been pregnant, right? 
Another person could like do all the steps and still have never had a positive test. A couple people probably had a loss in the middle. And I say this to say that like there is no one perfect path. There is no one perfect plan. There's no one perfect steps. It just doesn't work like that. It doesn't. And so to be so focused on the to-do list and the action plan really misses the boat because that's really leaving us without thinking about all of the other things that are important on this journey. And so that's really what I wanted to leave you guys with today is a different way to think about this, a different way to approach this journey. And so what I often call this is to be focusing on the who versus the how. So when I set the goal of I want to conceive and I go about the action steps, that's focusing on the how. How am I going to get there? What things am I going to need to do? And doing and actions, they're important, but what's actually more important is the who. And that sounds funny, but what I mean by that is how do I want to feel? Who do I want to be while I'm on this journey? of conceiving my child? How do I want to show up? How do I want to be feeling in this process? What do I want to believe about myself as a future mother while I go about navigating this journey? That to me is so much more important. So I encourage all of you to kind of listen to these questions I'm asking and even write them down and journal about it. Like, how do I want to show up as a future mother while I'm trying to conceive? What do I want to believe about myself? How do I want to feel? These questions are so important and often are totally skipped. We just jump to the to-do list. We just do the actions and we just feel almost disconnected in our body. We don't feel like we really know what's going on. You guys know we talked recently with Danielle Savory about intimacy and how that disconnection that happens in our body, how much that affects our intimacy. Same concept here, right? Like we become almost as if we are othered from our body, right? We're just this thing over here and stuff is happening to us. Infertility is happening to us. Losses are happening to us. And we really feel out of control of what's going on. And it doesn't have to be like that. Instead, we can reconnect to ourselves. How do we want to be through this process? And when I ask these questions, like, of course, the first thought is like, oh, I just want to be so happy. I want to be naive. I want to think that infertility never happens and I just conceive easily. La-di-da. Well, we don't have the ability to create that certainty, right? So instead, really what I think about when I'm asking myself these questions is that I want to be an authentic person. I want to honor the human emotions that come up along the way, right? I don't want to hide from them. I don't want to pretend they're not there. I don't want to just live in anger, but I want to honor what is honestly coming up for me in the day-to-day. That's something that's super important to me. I am a human. I have human, raw, real emotions. Sometimes they feel amazing. Sometimes they don't. And I want to honor them. So that to me is something that's very important for me to show up as the who, as the person who does honor those emotions, right? In addition to that, I want to be someone who feels like they are doing what's best for themselves. 
Doesn't matter if other people think it's the right thing. Doesn't matter if it's the common path. In the moment, it's what feels best to me, to my spouse as a couple. We make those decisions together. And that is important to me to feel that I do that. That's a belief that I want to have about myself. I want to be a mother that has multiple children, right? That's something I want to believe about myself. So I'm going to go about my decisions in a way that allows me to work towards that outcome. So ask yourself these questions. Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? I want to feel understanding and compassionate towards myself. I want to acknowledge that not every day is going to be easy. I want to acknowledge that there's going to be times where I feel like I need a break. I want to acknowledge that sometimes things are hard. Sometimes I have to say no to the event. Sometimes relationships just don't work out anymore because we have changed as people and that is okay. So how do you want to feel? What do you want to believe about yourself on this journey? This process of really focusing on the who you want to be, this to me is like building a business right? There's not this like app that I can download that says, do these 10 steps and then you'll have a business at the end, right? Maybe there are some simple businesses that have that. But if you're really building a business from the ground up with nothing, you know, you're coming from scratch, you're not going to have this clear step-by-step process. Everyone's path looks different. Everyone's journey looks different. Some people have a quote-unquote overnight success. Other people take years to build their business. Their businesses look totally different. Each of them have setbacks in some ways and not setbacks in the other. This is what infertility looks like, right? And so if a business owner decides, I'm going to build a business, here are my action steps. What they're forgetting about is who they want to be as a business owner. And so they may create this huge list of actions. Some of them they believe they need to do. Some of them other people told them they needed to do. And some of them they researched and heard that they need to do. And they feel overwhelmed by the whole process. And maybe they never even take the first step. Maybe they get into the midst of it and say, I quit. This is too hard, right? And instead, as a business owner, if they focus on who they want to be as a business owner, right? They want to be authentic and showing up in their truth. They want to honor the hard and the fun of the business building. They want to do something that's in alignment with them, even if others don't agree with them. See how I'm explaining my who of my infertility journey within the business lens? Then they will innately begin taking steps in the right direction. They will innately start going and taking action steps, not just because they're on a list on the wall, but because those steps feel in alignment with who they are. And that is what I want you to do on your journey. I want you to get really clear with who you are. Who do you want to be as a mother? I close every single one of these episodes talking to you as an inspired mama because I do believe If you are on this journey, if you are showing up and taking these actions, you are showing up as a mother. You are in your mother energy. You are working towards that child in the future. I truly believe that. And I want you to be really clear 
of what kind of mother you want to be, right? And from there, from knowing who you want to be, the action steps just become clear. You decide, oh, I'm ready to go see that new specialist and get a second opinion. You decide, no, this route towards talking to someone about cycle syncing and hormone balance is the right path for me right now. You decide, hey, I've been struggling with my emotions recently. I'm going to go to this support group. You make those decisions not because they were on a to-do list, but because they align with who you are. And from there, you don't have this big list that just feels detached from you and feels overwhelming and feels like I just quit, I throw in the towel, but rather you feel that you are living in alignment with who you are, you're showing up and taking the next step in the way that feels right for you, and you feel able to keep going forward, whatever forward looks like. Forward could literally look like, hey, I'm in a moment where I need to take a pause. And that is forward motion because you're doing something in alignment with you. That's the key here, focusing on who you want to be to allow you to authentically take the next step. This is such a beautiful way to navigate this journey. It is the way that I have attempted to build my business, right? As a coach, there are absolutely a bunch of services out there that are trying to promise me the perfect path to just like step, 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 step through and build this business. Whereas I choose to believe I am going to decide how I want to be, who I want to be as a business owner. And that is going to help me navigate and steer what my steps are. Same thing with this journey. And I think what this does is it allows us to shift our focus away from to-do lists and doing what's right because someone told us to and feeling overwhelmed by way too many things and figuring out supplements and reading books and reading blogs and being on this support group on Facebook and actually taking steps that feel in alignment with us on our fertility journey. And this can be such a beautiful, beautiful way to go about this process. This concept is one of the changes, one of the transformations that I help women make while we're working together. We look at the ways they're showing up from the how, and we really identify why they're showing up from that how, and we just check, right? Does these steps, does this stuff that you have on your to-do list align with who you want to be on this journey? If it does, great, let's keep it. If it doesn't, let's really question, does that to-do step need to be there? Do I really have to do that? And really to begin approaching this in a way that feels in alignment and authentic to you. That is what I help women do. It is really truly one of my favorite things to help women navigate. I find that we don't feel like we have that much control and we have that much power to make that many decisions in this journey. And that is just not true. And I really, really think this is something that can really transform your experience of the infertility journey rather than feeling like you're kind of like drug through it and forced to go through it. This allows you to feel like, hey, I have ownership of this process and I am showing up through this journey in a way that feels right for me. And so I just want to share that as a different option as something that you can try, I encourage you to sit down and to really think about who you want to be on this journey 
And I would love to help you do that. So that is absolutely what we do when we coach together. I am always available to get on with a consult call. We just talk on the phone for free. It is totally not a pressured type of situation. It is just for you to hear, honestly, an opportunity for you to get your story out there and have it be heard and have the space to be heard and share where you are on your journey. And then from there, I share really what it looks like to coach together. And then you just decide, does that sound like something that would be in alignment with my journey? Then great. If not, no problem. So if that's something that you want to do, I would love for you to reach out. There is going to be a link in the show notes for you to book a consult. And I really, really would love to talk to you. So have a great week and I will talk to you next week. Hey there, Inspired Mama. If you enjoyed this show, I want to invite you to leave a review in your podcast player. This helps to share the message with so many more women just like you. Also, if you know of another hopeful mama on her path to motherhood, please share this episode with her. I would love to get this into the ears of anyone who needs to hear it. If you are ready to step this work up and not only learn these tools, but to apply them to your unique story, head to the link in the show notes to apply for a free consult call. I would be honored to help you.